Welcome, everybody, to Binge Watching, brought to you by Geek Network. This is the rumored greatest show on the internet, confirmed rumor. Thank you for showing up, and thank you for listening. Uh, we're going to have a great show for you tonight. As always, let's go ahead and start with our introductions. I am your host, T-Dog, and to my left, we have Keith. Yo, uh, it's our first week without John Oliver, and it doesn't feel right. Yep, it uh, it feels wrong in all my all my parts, so I feel yeah. you on that. And uh, to my left, we have Josue. What's up, guys? Um, happy to be here. Good, good. Happy to have you. So as always, we're going to go ahead and kick it off with uh, news that we found interesting this week. Uh, so I have a few things here. Uh, now, just a bit of a spoiler, bit of a Netflix-heavy uh, news, and I'll, I'll go uh, start up with other things first. Uh, so in kind of cool, uh, you know, Kind of surprising, yet also kind of not. Uh, Wonder Woman 84 is going to have a dual release on Christmas Day, both in theaters and on HBO Max, which I think is dope. I mean, I personally, you know, hope they do this with other uh, movies. I kind of dig that release uh, platform or uh, model, I should say. Like, you know, great if you feel comfortable going to theaters and, you know, have at it and, and enjoy yourself. But if you don't, then, you know, I can see movie theaters kind of uh, exporting these uh, releases either to VOD or their platform that they, uh, that they I guess, uh, head or whatever. Uh, what do you guys think of the uh, potential here for future movies? Um, I think it's a dope move, and by DC's mm-hmm. first smart move to release like a big one, like on VOD, on, right. also on theaters, as opposed to Marvel's still waiting on Black Widow. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. Um, it's a good move. Uh, I, I I would like to know their finances and know how much they're making from HBO Max. You know what I mean? Right. Like, Right, they're making right. a big investment in the Snyder Cut, and they're releasing this straight to VOD. So I'm kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, we'll see. But yeah, it's it's a it's a bold move. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, uh, the movie's great. Uh, we you know we'll we'll see how it goes. But uh, I, I think it's a smart idea. I would love to see future you know movies, not just you know from DC, but everybody maybe uh, follow this model. You know, release them in theaters, release them on VOD. Um, you're getting your money either way. So so we'll see what happens. I'm kind of curious how they make the money on HBO Go as well or HBO Max, I should say. Yeah. In uh, related HBO Max news, uh, they just announced that they're going to be making a DMZ series, uh, which is a comic, a uh, DC comic uh, based Ooh, on, the comic? I believe it was, a, yeah, yeah, based on the, the Civil War comic that they uh, released on DC. Um, so far, they've announced that it's going to, uh, go ahead, man. Uh, DMZ, wasn't that a Vertigo comic? Uh, yeah, Vertigo DC. Uh-huh. Okay, so it's it's actually, yeah, it's it's a, it's a, uh, I read the book. If you want me, I can give you some information about it. It's really cool, actually. Yeah, I actually have a few of the uh, of the uh, graphic novels myself. I freaking love this okay, series. Cool. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, go ahead then. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm excited. So, so I, were, I love uh, this book. <laughs> so. Oh, so do I, man. I think it's fantastic. And I think HBO Max is probably the best place for it, just based on what we've seen from some of their other series. Um, mm-hmm. uh, for so far, they announced that Rosario Dawson's been in the cast and Benjamin Bratt. So two of the hottest Latinos I can think of. So... Nice. Yeah. So that's all I know so far. Um, they haven't quite uh, given the t- or given a time frame, I should say. But with HBO Max, I mean, they're pretty good about their production. So I would assume that we'll probably see this uh, sooner rather than later. So we'll we'll see when it gets there. Um, also, in uh, comic book movie news, uh, Deadpool three is going 
full steam ahead. Uh, they went and announced that uh, they will be uh, making Deadpool 3. It will be part of the MCU. And they've tapped the writers Bob's Burgers to go ahead and helm the film. Uh, so two female writers. I believe they're related based on their last names. I, I can't remember what it is. But uh, yeah, the, the main writers for Bob's Burger are going to be writing the new Deadpool. I personally love Bob's Burger, so I'm excited to see what they do with this. Um, I don't know. I'm just kind of curious how they're going to tie it into the MCU. Uh, so we'll see. Yeah. They're, um, they're sisters. Oh, yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah. The two writers. Yeah. Uh, they are also the ones doing the new 21 Jump Street, which we'll talk about in a bit. Oh, oh, that's right. I think it's like 21 Jump Street for her pleasure or something like that. Or Yeah. I think it's just Jump Street. Okay. For her pleasure. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And then in Netflix news, a whole lot of news coming out of Netflix uh, today uh, or this week, I should say. So Netflix is, I don't know if you heard about this, but is starting a playlist style service uh, that they're going to go ahead and test in France. Uh, basically like, you know, cable where you would just turn on your Netflix and instead of going through a queue and picking what to watch, they're just going to have a constant stream of, you know, whatever is on Netflix going at once so that way you don't have to pick anything. You just log in and they'll go ahead and, you know, show something for you if that makes any sense um i know we talk about shutter a lot on here but shutter already has this kind of service uh if you log into shutter you have the option of either picking an individual movie to watch or they have what's called shutter tv which is them uh streaming movies 24 hours a day in no particular order so kind of curious to see how this goes i know when i get on netflix i waste a lot of time trying to figure mm-hmm. out what i'm going to watch um so this may be for those people that uh, don't necessarily want to do that so yeah so yeah sounds like it could be a good idea and also, kind of cool way to go, Netflix news. Uh, they have removed Chappelle's show uh, from the streaming service. And oh, this that is was, awesome. Yeah, I saw this. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, And it was actually at the behest of Dave Chappelle. So if you go on his Instagram, Dave Chappelle had a uh, you know stand-up, uh, I think it was like a 20-minute uh, video or whatever, uh, where he was talking about you know he would like to work for Netflix. They gave him a whole lot of money for his stand-up specials. And then uh, they had a deal where Viacom, I think, is the one who owns uh, the Chappelle show, uh, Correct, you know, yeah. put the uh, the show on, on Netflix. Uh, now, as a result, I don't know if you know, you know, I'm, I'm sure a lot of religious do know. For those of you who don't know, uh, they screwed over Dave Chappelle. So he gets no money for the show, uh, you know, his creative baby, and he doesn't see a dime from it. So mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle actually called Netflix like, hey. Netflix. And they're like, hey, Dave Chappelle. Uh, I'm assuming that's what John Netflix sounds like, you know, which is the owner of Netflix, as we all know. Um, Apple. <laughs> yeah. So then uh, they call, he calls up Netflix and like, hey, man, this makes me feel bad. I mean, you're streaming the service. I don't see a dime from this. And Netflix actually removed it to be cool to Dave Chappelle, which they didn't have to. I'm sure that everything was, you know, legal. They, you know, got the rights from the owner and were like, you know what? F those nerds. Uh, we're with you, Dave Chappelle. And uh, kind of kudos to them, man, because I don't really see a lot of big companies making moves like that so i'm kind of kind of happy that happened man yeah that's really cool of them to do that you know um it's streaming elsewhere and it's still up there unfortunately but it's good for them to to make that move especially because there's a lot of hype around that show showing up Mm -hmm. so yeah they're like you know what's not worth it that's kind of really cool on their part um i always said netflix is a little bit kinder than people think they are you know Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So. so good on them. I'm kind of like to see that. I mean, it's very rare you see somebody backing the artist in this point. Um, I'm sure though that they have a good relationship with uh, Dave Chappelle and foresee many specials making a lot of money for them. So I'm sure that had something to do with it. But, uh, yeah. you know, we uh, will move on. So in more 
Netflix news. Uh, Netflix has just uh, pledged a billion dollars to their ABQ studios um, to help them, I guess, make more films and shows set in New Mexico. Um, so for those who don't know, we had big movies such as like El Camino, um, a whole lot of uh, shows for Netflix that are originals are shot there in Albuquerque with their ABQ studios. Um, it was just announced that I guess the uh, new season of Stranger Things is going to film in Albuquerque as well. And they foresee that, out there, I guess, doing this, I guess they're trying to make New Mexico uh, the new hub for movies. Um, I'm, assure, I'm sure that, you know, the taxes are lower out in New Mexico than they are in California. I could see Probably, being, uh, yeah. you know, yeah, way cheaper to make uh, productions out there than it would be uh, in, in Hollywood. So, uh, yeah, big move on Netflix is trying to... Uh, you know, bring some business out there to Albuquerque. I myself am a fan mm-hmm. of New Mexico, so I uh, would love to see more movie or more money pumped into there and see more movies come out of that place. Definitely. Um, and that's going to do it for what I have here. What about you, Keith? Did you have anything else? Yeah, I got a couple things. Uh, first of all, today we got the G4 reunion special. Yes. Um, which uh, I didn't get a chance to finish, but it's been pretty good. Uh, you got to see a whole bunch of the, the people come back and they just kind of sit around and talk. It's a lot of fun. But in mm-hmm. the middle of it, we got a promo video where um, pro wrestler Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed, uh, has been pushing to be a host on G4 for a while now. And uh, ever since they announced it's going to be coming back. And the hashtag was Creed4G4. And uh, I've been retweeting it. And I'm really <laughs> supporting him because he's a great dude and he loves his video games and stuff. And they showed a promo video of him sitting in his house and he guy walks up and hands him a briefcase. He opens the briefcase and inside is a little thing that starts talking to him using Optimus Prime's voice from the (laughs) movies. And it's basically telling him that he is now a part of the G4 family. So he is going to be involved in the new G4, which I'm so excited for him. Oh yeah. Um, Yeah. And um, yeah, it's going to be really cool. Uh, So he's also, you know, obviously he's going to be a pro wrestler at the same time. So he's going to be incredibly busy. But uh, yeah, it should be really interesting to see what comes from that. They didn't, we didn't get too much announcements about the rest of the new G4, you know, you know beyond that. So, yeah. Question. Um, yes. Uh, how hot is, Mon- is uh, Morgan Webb still? Uh, almost as attractive as Olivia Munn, which is a very mm. big accomplishment. Because Olivia that Munn, is to me, is one of the most beautiful women on the planet. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so good for him uh, getting on the new G4. So. Uh, my yeah, next thing yeah. is actually exactly the Jump Street uh, thing. So yeah, we are getting a Jump Street uh, spinoff uh, called Jump Street for her pleasure. Um, nice. There has already been guess what a, a big backlash about it because it stars two women. So um, oh no, the course. world will end because women get yeah. shine. And uh, yeah, so Tiffany Haddish uh, is involved in Aquafina as well. So okay. I like them both. They're funny. I don't think yeah. this is going to be a Ghostbuster scenario. I think this is actually mm. going to be a good movie. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. So, um, so yeah, uh, I'm going to give it a shot. Definitely. Um, we also got, this is kind of went under the radar. A lot of people didn't really pick up on this, but I thought it was interesting. There's a guy named Joe Rohde. Uh, he was mm. part of the Disney Imagineering program. The guys that comes up with all the crazy technology and stuff they use. Yeah. Uh, he is actually retiring from Disney. Um, he's been around hmm. for a very long time and he is the brains behind animal kingdom. Uh, he also contributed to, uh, uh, all kinds of stuff, like basically everything at Disneyland, Disney world, this guy helped design. Mm-hmm. So, but animal kingdom was his, his heart, basically what he really appreciated the most. So, uh, so yeah, he's stepping away. It's kind of interesting in theme park news, you know, 
Um, we'll see if they go in a different direction or something. But, you know, it's just kind of a little tidbit I thought I'd bring up. Oh, yeah. Um, there's also, and warning here, this is a fan theory-based thing. Um, but a lot of fans have theorized that Doctor Strange 2, the Multiverse of Madness movie, mm-hmm. they're like, well, who's the main bad guy, you know? Like, we don't know who the bad guy is yet. It's not going to be Mordo, because that's not really a multiverse thing. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. So, the fan theory is that, well, if it's a multiverse, the Doctor Strange villain that makes the most sense is Shuma Gorath, who is mm. a Lovecraftian creature right. of right. sorts. Um, so, there's there's a lot of people like theorizing he's actually going to be the bad guy uh, in the multiverse. So, uh, keep an eye out for that. Maybe we'll get a confirmation soon. Um I can't think of who I'd want to voice the character. Watch him do it himself yeah, again, like would... he did with uh, Mormond. Uh, I was I was actually thinking I would right? pick Benedict Cumberbatch if he wasn't playing Doctor Strange. Well, he did it once in the so first he, movie, so... Yeah, why not? Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, so that's really cool. Uh, and then uh, with the She-Hulk show, we do not have a conf- confirmed actress to play She-Hulk. <laughs> yeah. We've talked about this in the past. Tatiana Maslany mm-hmm. was rumored, uh, but she actually denied it. But we did get some more casting details of other roles to kind of give us an idea of the people around her. Mm-hmm. Um, so both of her parents uh, are going to be um, cast in their okay. 60s. She's going to have a, co- a male co-worker who's described as sweet, earnest, and handsome in a John Krasinski sort of way. <laughs> okay, just cast John Krasinski this, then. Yeah. Well, you know, he would be in his 20s or 30s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the role is open to all ethnicities, but leaning towards diverse actors. Dope. Um, right. Which I think would be funny if they got Randall Park because he played Jim in The Office. Uh, <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Isn't he already? Doesn't he already have a uh, a role though in the oh, MCU? Oh, he was in Batman and Wasp. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I love that role. That's funny. It's right. like, I'll see. I'll see you later. Oh, like what? <laughs> like what <are> <laughs> going out. That's great. Uh, and then there's Jen's best friend, who's codenamed Susie. And would ideally be in her 30s with some kind of comedy expertise. So, okay. And then the last role is um, a female villain in her 30s, listed under the codename of Lucy, who would appear in five of the ten episodes. She's described as a glamorous social media influencer, Kardashian-esque with the dark side. Interesting. Um, hmm. There's a couple theories. Uh, Ultima and Titania are the two that most people are leaning towards. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, so that's really interesting. Uh, the showrunner, by the way, if we haven't talked about it before, is Jessica Gao. Um, Jessica Gao uh, was on the writing team for Rick and Morty and Silicon Valley. So it's definitely a comedy edge they're bringing to the show. Mm-hmm. So, yep, we'll nice. see. Uh, next thing, real quick, uh, Stargate SG-1, all 10 seasons are coming to Netflix. So that's a big Ooh. deal to sci-fi people. So <laughs> <laughs> um, Right. And then uh, Jeremy Renner has revealed that he is in the process of filming Hawkeye right now. Oh, no shit. Cool. Ooh. He actually posted a video of his face turned into a mold, which looks like it might be forming the actual Hawkeye mask. Oh, oh <laughs> shit. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. He, he also shared a selfie on Instagram that had a nod to uh, the Matt Fraction run, by the way. Oh, cool. Ooh. Yeah. So now the big question so- is who, who's going to play Kate Bishop? Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we don't know. I also think the bigger <laughs> issue here is what are we going to do if we don't have any more Renner music to come out? Oh, God. Right. <laughs> you know? Save it for the playlist. 
Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. I didn't hate his music. <laughs> like, I mean, um, what was worse, guys? Uh, any of those songs or the Vin Diesel song? I don't Neither know. Neither of like, those were the worst song I've heard in a long I'm, time. <laughs> I'm strangely down for the Vin Diesel song only due to the comedy of it. Yeah. And, I like uh, his cover of Stay by Rihanna. It makes me sad. It's, I like it. Because he actually <laughs> sings with his heart. You know what I mean? He's not being fake, at least. No, no, that's the thing. That's what makes it like the fact that it's genuine, um, I think, adds to, you know, the appeal. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying Renner's isn't, but I'm not saying it is either. <laughs> And I know this is, not, this is not the show, but right now you can actually get Fast and Furious Crossroads for like 10 bucks online. Mm-hmm. The video game. Yeah. All right. And then the last bit of news I have, and I hate saying this out loud. Um, <laughs> Uh-oh. The Expanse. Yeah. I was wondering yeah, if I missed it or not. I was going to leave that one for you, buddy. I knew that you would uh, pick up on that one. So... <laughs> so if you don't know, there are ten or there are nine books in the series. Expanse has been renewed for a sixth season, but they noted it will be the final season. Damn. Um, one of the things they noted is that one of the main characters will not be coming back for that season. He's going to be in the season that's coming up later this or later this year. Uh-huh. But he won't be back for the last season uh, due to some allegations against him. Oh. oh. We are curious how they're going to handle that. And okay. no, it's not Amos. Amos is, is bad. <laughs> he's still a sweetheart. <laughs> Good. Yeah, he's the best. That's on the show, so. but a sweetheart in real life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's he's yeah, easily. Yeah. Mm. Anyways, so they were renewed for season six, which will be this last. Now, a lot of people are disappointed online. I'm and me and Liz are both kind of disappointed, but I'm looking at it in a way like for those who don't know, after that book, there's a massive time skip. Okay. And okay. the characters age significantly. And I'm like, you know what? There's a really cool story in that era, but also at the same time I'm like Maybe they just want to wait a while, you know, and do it. And and the writers of the expanse of the book are literally just like, wait and see. That's what they keep telling people Ooh. that are complaining. Just wait and see. And so maybe they're going to do something else. Uh, I know it's stupid popular. Um, uh, unfortunately, I think that actor having to step down, he's one of the main characters, not main main, but yeah. Um, I think that kind of put a stink on the whole thing. And Shit. yeah, it's unfortunate. They're going to have to completely change the story if he's going to be written out for that last season. So I have no idea how oh, they're going to do that. So. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah. Based but... on where they left off or like this coming season, where would that catch the readers up to, up to what book? Like can the last season actually be like the final book ish? Like the one they just got renewed for you mean? Yeah. 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 You could easily, it, the story could. Hmm. I mean, of course, yeah, it's, yeah. It's those adaptations like, oh, yeah. they, they could probably leave a bunch of stuff out, but can they actually do it somewhat right? Yeah, 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 definitely. Cool. The, the, it's, the last three books are very much their own story. Interesting. Okay. Damn. Um, and very much like again, it takes place very distant in the future. There are three. There are three eras of the Expanse, and this will end the second era. So. Oh fuck. Okay. And for those who don't, who haven't watched The Expanse, please, because I cannot stress it enough, this upcoming season is going to be the best season of the show. At that point, it's my favorite book. It's Liz's favorite book. Ooh. It's it's incredible. There's a massive moment, and the best thing is, is all these characters that have spent every season together all the time, they're all separated. None of them are with each other. <laughs> 
And so they're telling all these individual stories and it's just a fascinating look. It's so good. And it's got some shocking moments that will blow your mind. So at this point, it's like, watch it or don't bitch about the spoilers later coming up. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Catch up and watch it when it comes out. Yeah. (laughs) So it does come out before the end of the year. So it is technically eligible for our end of the year award. (laughs) Was it last year? It it couldn't qualify either. (laughs) It was. I it just it just oh it was it was past the date we no, did nominations but yeah. this year it's past the date we did nominations but I don't care I'm nominating it the trailer alone is better than any show I've watched this year so like, like suck it I don't give a shit so um but yeah I'm very excited and uh oof. yeah it's it's sad to see it go but yeah that's all I got okay what about you Sway man any news you got. Um, I had technical difficulties on my end. Do you guys talk about uh, Deadpool 3? Uh, we did, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. And that's it. I didn't have anything okay. else. All right. Word, word. All right. Well, let's go ahead and jump in then uh, to what we watch this week, guys. Uh, which one of you guys want to start us off? I can start us off. Cool. Uh, okay. We're going to we're gonna overlap in a couple of things. So mm-hmm. um, uh, let's start with Mandalorian. Okay. Oh, baby. Everybody caught up? Yeah. Mm. Okay. So, um, I personally felt like this was a step back from last episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, everybody was waiting for Tano, but I, I knew she wasn't going to show up. Oh, no. She'll be in the season finale. She yeah. Won't show up I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, it just felt like we went back to another adventure of the week thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, I was like, man, Carl Weathers is getting to do a lot here. He's the one manning the gun and stuff. I'm like, he's doing a lot of the action. And then the credits start directed by Carl Weathers. I'm like, there it is. (laughs) So um, we were watching it and it was fine. Uh, We were just sitting there and I told Liz, I was like, I just feel like there's no tension. Mm Mm-hmm. And and I realize what it is is that all the enemies were stormtroopers. Yeah, and we're they're so conditioned to know that stormtroopers are garbage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're never gonna. I like like the buddy they had with them. The the you know the accountant dude. The water dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wasn't even worried about him. <laughs> I was like, I, you know, a lot of times like that's the character. Well, he might die to show us. The, and I was like, no, they're not gonna kill him. I'm like stormtroopers are worthless. They're not yeah. going to kill him. And then they didn't. And I was like, see, <laughs> like they were just complete. It was, there was no tension. There was no, like, I didn't worry about anybody at any point. And yeah. also this, this was the thing that bothered me and Liz uh, the most. So near the end, right. They set off the thing. The lava flow is going to explode. We have 10 minutes, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. 10 minutes before it blows up. After that, Mando, Flies off in his jetpack, get gets mm-hmm. back to town, finds his repaired ship, then goes and picks up Baby Yoda. Right. Then goes back to the ship, flies over there in ten minutes. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, that's not that's not that, no that didn't happen. They did <laughs> like, say the jetpack was quicker to get there. <laughs> not that quick. <laughs> like that ridiculous. So my my favorite part is that he stopped to pick up Baby Yoda. Uh huh. They were in a fight. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they were in a fight, and he's like, well, I better pick up the kid while I'm here, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, why? Why? <laughs> like, yeah, he was perfectly just... safe. <laughs> like, dumb. It was just dumb. And it was just so, I mean, Liz pointed this out, because he flew away immediately afterwards, so they didn't have to film a scene of them in the bar saying bye to each other. <laughs> and then I couldn't yeah. stop seeing it because of that. And just, but yeah, um, 
it was fine. Um, I, just, I mean, I, I don't need to get into the reasons why, but seeing Gina Carano doesn't bring me as much pleasure as it used to. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Did you guys Actually, catch uh, Daniel the, from, the hallway dude? Daniel the first, from Geeker League sent me a bunch of stuff about it. What was it? Did you guys catch the hallway dude the first time around? Mm-hmm. The hallway, what? The the extra uh, staff person in the background. Oh no, I didn't see. Oh, it yeah, yeah, the guy who's now officially canon Jesus in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a good running joke. Yeah, but yeah, no, yeah. Daniel Daniel from Geek Elite actually messaged me. He's like, I know you love Gina Carano, and I was like, No, I know. <laughs> Trust <Yeah>. me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was a perfectly fine episode. It was definitely better than the first one. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. But but it wasn't it, it, it we didn't progress. <laughs> I mean we got a little I mean, little lore like the 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 clone things. Mm-hmm. Do we think that's related to Snoke? I mean I can see how they could try to tie it in because I mean let's face it it kind of looked like Snoke uh, clones kind of you know sitting there in the in the goo <laughs> if you will. Um, they didn't necessarily say who the volunteer was, so I guess depending on how they answer that we can kind of you know guess or you know one hopefully um, see who. I was saying, well, one meme really tried to push that one of the cubes, oddly enough, looked like Palpatine. So maybe, mm-hmm. right, right, yeah. And, and I mean, then, they're obviously okay. worried about metachlorians and cloning, so that is one hundred percent what they were trying to do with the Palpatine thing. Um, maybe they're trying to convince people that was a good movie and this is their way in. <laughs> maybe. Who knows? Um, baby Yoda, I have a theory, is a clone of Yoda. Oh shit! Possible. I could see that. Yeah. Especially since they open up the whole cloning door now. Why they want yeah. to go bad or like want to keep getting blood samples. Yeah. Yeah. And that would explain why, you know, we don't really see the Yoda people, but suddenly one pops up. Mm-hmm. That's also, mm-hmm. well, I mean, I know they're all forced since Devin Cannon, but yeah, you know what I mean? So. Yeah. Yeah. So it was fine. It was perfectly fine show. I mean, not mm-hmm. something that blew me away or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I also watched uh man host We're going to, we're going to overlap on several of these. So I think I'm I'm on most of mine, yeah. We, do, we, we don't overlap. Uh, we watched Remember the Titans. <laughs> oh, shit. Nice. <laughs> so Liz had never seen Remember the Titans. <gasps> Liz. I know. Well, you know I, I'm, uh, does Liz I'm scream not, uh, inspirational sports what Liz hasn't seen. <laughs> yeah, Liz doesn't scream inspirational sports films at me. So. <laughs> that's um, a good point. So we watched it, and she was like, that was actually pretty good. And me and Evan are just sitting there like, Try not to tear up. <laughs> she's, like, right. she's like, boys are ridiculous. <laughs> she's like, you guys will cry over the stupidest thing. Oh my god, <laughs> soulless. <laughs> it's like the whole bit was like, sorry, son, only family allowed in here. Are you blind? Can't you see that's my brother? And we're like, <laughs> 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 like, like She's like, this is you know it's fake, right? I'm like, shut up, let's <laughs> like, oh, like no, that's fake based on like, no, real story. Yeah, it, and it was funny because like as the movie started, she's like, "Oh, hey, that's Ryan Gosling." I'm like, "Yeah, get used to saying that because like, you're gonna see a bunch of people like, oh, hey, it's that guy. Oh, hey, it's that guy." Throughout the rest of the movie, basically. Nice. So, um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, an amazing movie. Uh, I also started Mighty Ducks three. I don't know why I started with three. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with three. <laughs> Three's good. It's not as good as two. It's mm-hmm. better than one. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's. I don't know. I, I I just got an inspirational sports mood mood, but I didn't really get very far until I watched the intro, which is funny. Um, and then WWE Survivor Series was Sunday. Uh, pretty good show overall. Um, lots of champion versus champion matches. That's typically it's Raw versus SmackDown, so that's how it works. 
Uh, but the main event was actually a retirement ceremony for The Undertaker. Aww. And it was very sad. They brought out a bunch of people from his past, not just people from like on-screen stuff, but like his best friends behind the scene. And then Vince McMahon did an intro for him, and Vince looked like he was going to tear up, which means a lot because Vince shit. is a hard ass. Yeah. Yeah. And then Undertaker came out in character. Oh, actually, I should mention everybody came out in suits except Kane, who came out in his actual wrestling gear. Uh. And and you see him talking to one of the other guys, and they're smiling. And the theory is is that they all told him that they were going to come out in wrestling gear. <laughs> 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 that he's the only one that came out. That's so he's so out there weird. with the mask and everything. So it's so funny. Honestly, it's so uh, fitting. I, uh, going, like, I mean, for doing this whole event for Undertaker, at least like for the one person to come out and suit and in style, it would it should be Kane. Exactly. So then Undertaker came out. He gave a little speech, basically saying for thirty years because this is thirty year anniversary. Oh, oh wow. He's like, for the last 30 years, I've been putting souls to sleep. Oh. And he's like, it's time for me to put the Undertaker to sleep. That's basically like, or he said, it's time for the Undertaker to rest in peace. Damn. And then he does his little poses. And then he does, if you guys remember back in the day, he does the one where he goes down to one knee and holds his hand out. And Paul Bearer, his old manager, would have the urn. And he basically would be reaching towards the urn. Like, that's the whole pose, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Paul Bearer died several years ago. Mm-hmm. so he does the pose in honor of paul bear i'm like that's really cool and then it's a really weird camera angle i'm like that's strange and then they have a hologram of paul bear shut up uh, and uh, i started crying for the second time in the week <laughs> like, like i was just like tupac or what yeah kind of okay. it wasn't like it wasn't moving it was just standing there looking at him and it was oh, okay. really sad and they did a they did a recording of his voice like doing his little laugh and stuff and oh. i was just like I was like, this is fucked up. <laughs> so, uh, but it was a good pay-per-view overall. So I highly recommend. Um, everything else we might cross over with, but I'll start with uh, with Cosmonaut. Or not Cosmonaut, sorry. Oh, wait, no, it wasn't a Cosmonaut video. Um, never mind, it wasn't Cosmonaut. Uh, Todd in the Shadows, the music critic that I like. Mm-hmm. Um, he put out a new video where he actually reviewed uh, a song that's on the charts right now. It's a country song, but I had never heard until I watched this. Uh, by Gabby Barrett called I Hope. Do you guys know anything about this song? I don't. Uh, no. Okay, so it's a country song, and I actually really like it. It's about, it's this girl, and it opens up with her being like, I hope you meet a really nice girl. I hope you love her. I hope you love each other. You know, I hope you've, she makes you laugh and all this stuff. It's really sweet. Like, I hope you find the person you really genuinely love. I hope she makes you feel like I, uh, like i felt about you and it's just kind of like oh she you know they broke up but she still wants him happy and the chorus she goes and then i hope i hope she cheats <laughs> and then it's just nice. like how she hopes this chick ruins his life like he ruined her life it's a really cool construction i was like i i appreciate this problem is the girl's voice sounds exactly like carrie underwood <laughs> and um she put out a song called before he cheats which is basically the same song oh. so yeah it's unfortunate um but it, I mean, it's a decent song. Country-wise, it's pretty good, especially because there's zero female singers in country right now. Mm-hmm. There's like three. So uh, so that was kind of cool uh, to listen to it. Um, I'm desperately anticipating his end of the year top 10 and worst 10 uh, songs of the year, which we have to watch and review for uh, for it, the playlist, by the way. I'm deciding that now. So. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, it's been pretty good, uh, YouTube. Not not a lot of big things, though. Um, and then the two things we definitely are crossing over with. Let's start with Marvel 616. Yes. Uh, 
How many episodes did each of you watch? I watched them all. Oh, shit. Oh, nice. Uh, it's one I, I didn't get to touch on because I'm specifically saving it for this week, but I'll elaborate more yeah. on the next show. Okay. I, I watched, uh, I only had a chance to watch the Japanese Spider Man episode. Okay. That one was actually a good episode. We can talk about it, so. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. I really wanted to watch Japanese Spider Man after watching this. <laughs> like, oh, nice. It looked like a, right? it looked like a fucking trip. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, um, and I love the whole thing with Stan Lee being like, "Yeah, I'm down with this." Like, like literally when they presented it to all the uh, the executives for Marvel, they're all like, "This is weird. I don't like this." And <laughs> Stan Lee is like, "I love this," and they're like, "Great idea, Stan." Like, I'm oh, like, "Fucking yes, of bitches." <laughs> <laughs> So did you say you didn't watch it, Josue? No, um, like, I'm, at all. Yeah, no, not 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 anything of it. But go for it. Talk about okay. it. I'm, I'm it's really good. No, week. I mean, I mean, it's a documentary. It's not like there's spoilers. You know, what yeah. I mean? this, yeah. this I'm going to binge it this week. Uh, I was just specifically waiting to finish this game. But no, it's just really cool because in the production of it, my personal favorite part of it is there is the guy that's the stunt double for for Spider Man in this story. Mm-hmm. Um, they kept <laughs> me and Liz were laughing because they kept telling these stories where it was him being like, or where everybody else would be like, "Oh, it was so much fun! We're like a family on set. We had a lot of fun. We always ate together." Uh-huh. And then it cut to the stunt double dude, be like, "I almost died." <laughs> like, <it was> so <laughs> great. They're like, "Hey, we need you to climb this tower," and he's like, "Without a rope." <laughs> like, they, just, oh, shit. they just kept making him do this crazy shit. It's so funny. <laughs> like, oh god, yeah, it was so good. Yeah, but then it's it's really cool because how much it it that story influenced like the power Rangers and all kinds of shit that came afterwards. Like it, it, cause it was very much like a Sentai style, you know, show. Mm-hmm. And, um, the marketing for it was really interesting. It was just really interesting to hear it all. And the narrator guy was great. Um, he was, he was, uh, he, he was the one that basically spearheaded it. He's an American who married a Japanese woman. So, mm-hmm. and he's like, the only thing that brought him to Japan was, stanley a woman and spider-man or something like that so it's just like oh and um he's really good and then the main the guy that played spider-man was happy was so fucking happy to talk to everybody about it he seems so enthused and i really he really did man yeah, yeah he seems super happy just like to have done the role and he just seemed like a genuinely enthusiastic guy who was just like hey i got to do this really fucking awesome thing and i'm just glad you're talking to me about it yeah and he's still an actor so he's done other things that's cool yeah yeah so yeah, but he's just like, yeah, it was a lot of fun. So that's I'm really sure cool. he appreciated the the recognition and like in a culture where it's like it's mostly um, what is oh what's the right word or predominantly about the the common writers and the fucking the, the fucking Power Rangers and Spider Man, mm-hmm. the Japanese Spider Man. I guess like it was a fucking hit, but you don't really talk about it that much. So I'm pretty sure this yeah. guy was fucking happy to just like, yeah, let me just fucking unload everything I've been wanting to say. Yeah, exactly. it was also his first starring role. He made a point. Of oh, that. that's so mm-hmm. good. That's so, so. cool. Yeah, and then I guess his career took off from there, so that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. And then the last thing I want to talk about, and I know Josue watched it, and I'm hoping T-Dog did too, mm-hmm. New Mutants. T-Dog was the first oh, one yeah. to watch it from us. Yeah, okay, dude. I, when we got done, uh, just to give you guys a peek behind the Hollywood curtain here, uh, we recorded the show on Tuesday, and it came out the same day. So we were done with the recording of last week's episode. I saw it on VOD, bought it, and watched it that night. So. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So first of all, Way better than people were saying. Oh my god! Yeah, yes. I loved it. Like I, I love Love Strong. I really enjoyed this film. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I think Josue said it perfectly on Twitter. Whereas, if you didn't like New Mutants but you liked Glass, there's something wrong with you. Yes, because <laughs> right, it's right. 
it's basically the same movie, but much better. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, so yeah, we can we can kind of break this whole thing down because uh, we all watched it and it's uh, it was just so good. I want to make sure it gets the recognition it deserves. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. So we can talk about the cast. Um, I think all five of the kids did a great job. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Um, I was annoyed with Ileana at first, but then she redeemed herself with the racism like, later. Just in general. Yeah. You know, just, I was kind of like, she's a little too haughty, you know? Right. Like Ileana in my head. I mean, well, obviously you and me have a very developed Ileana opinion. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. like, so, so it's not going to match that, but then she, she was good by the end of it. I really appreciate the performance. Plus it's Anya Taylor joy. Um, so <laughs> she's incredible. Um, um, I I loved Sunspot. I know there is some controversy, but I I loved I loved Roberto. He was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, just so scummy and like, but but you know, with a heart. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, this is great. I, I think he got like the less light out of everybody, but I still very much enjoyed him. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Heaton as Cannonball was awesome. Oh, dude, yeah. Maybe it's because I'm just a huge Cannonball fan. Yes, <laughs> but I was so happy to see him. Like. I was I was venting to Sochi while we were watching it, and it's like there's a part of the movie where he's just like it's like really beating himself down, and it's like he probably just misses his fucking brothers and sisters, and she's like, what? Like the fucking <laughs> Guthries? Like it's not yeah, actually he said about his dad, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure he'd want to be there for Josh and like the and his sisters and be there for everybody than being anywhere but fucking here. Uh, so yeah, I, I just really liked his performance. It just I, I really felt for the, for the guy. Yeah, exactly. Plus, he knows like if he's not in, if he's not there to make money, who's making money for the family? Right. right. What are they going to do? Send Paige down then in the <laughs> you know, cave? Like uh, that's horrible. So, um, so he was great. Um, and then uh, we have to talk about them together. Yeah. Uh, Moonstar and Wolfsbane. That Loved was it. such a yeah. favorite part. She was just like, "Wow, this is probably one of the best like lesbian uh, depiction or like, relationship coming together depictions." Like they're the, them kind of do like the whole playfulness, uh, just well they won't they, but then they do, but you know they want to. It was actually really well yeah. done. Like it wasn't it wasn't just like preachy or just like overbearing or just like just being handed down. It's like, hey, we're having we have a gay relationship here. No, it was actually set up really nice. Yeah, I really <laughs> enjoyed it. Um, what I thought was interesting was. Um, so, in the story, uh, Rain has been branded by her adopted father mm-hmm. on her back, right? And then we later on, uh, using Danny's powers, she's branded again on her neck, right? Yeah. What I think is interesting is the second brand is well, because the one in the back is a W. But the one in the front is an M. Oh, nice. And I'm like, did she literally brand her last initial on her girlfriend? Because oh, Moonstar. Maybe. And I was like, oh, that's awkward. <laughs> like, that's, that was just, that's, that's kind of an awkward I know it's, most, it's probably supposed to be M for mutant, but still. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I was going to look for I, that one. I thought the W was wolf or, wolf or witch, you know what I mean? Witch, Something like yeah. that. Yeah, so. But I thought that was kind of interesting. But yeah, I loved the development of those two as a relationship. I thought... Um, I thought that I, I love Maisie Williams anyways. Uh, I, I think she does a great job whenever she does anything, basically. Yeah. Um, a lot of people felt she was the best thing about Game of Thrones all the way up to the end of it. Yeah. I mean, um, I, I, so, yeah, one yeah. of the best things. Yeah. So uh, I really enjoyed her in it. Uh, but Blue Hunt 
was great. I know she's not known for much, but her as as Moonstar was really really good. Yeah, um, I really appreciate her. I hope that they actually do something with this and actually bring them back. Oh, me too, dude. Because like, what, what was it that the director said? I think you brought it up. Like he had like a like his trilogy mm-hmm. planned out. What was the middle one? Right. I can't um, remember. The middle it was one, three, three different horror yeah. types. I can't remember because he he wanted well, to the end first it with one was going to be the right, right. The first one was Demon Bear. The last one was Inferno. I'm, I can't remember what the middle one was going to be, but I can totally see where he was going to go with it, especially after seeing the parts of Limbo that they showed mm-hmm. when Magic would like pop yeah. in and out. Um, I, I can totally see you know his, what they were going to do for the Inferno, which is one of my all time favorite Marvel stories. Period. So just super disappointed mm-hmm. they're not going to go there. Yep, exactly. Yeah, I would love to see them come back because it, it was just so mm-hmm. refreshing. I guess maybe this is a reason why I ultimately really fucking love the movie or like the movie. Is it was just so refreshing to not see any of the main cast to see these new these mutants, right. and new mutants. Um, like yeah, I, I'm familiar with them because I read the comics, but I, at the same time, to finally see these characters or kind of obscure characters on the big screen mm-hmm. and being treated with some proper respect, like I, I think that's one of the big winning factors for me. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And one thing, I mean, since we did the going around the table, like all the other like X-Men movies were fresh in my mind. And mm-hmm. this was better than half of them, I would say. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It's a bottle movie, too. It takes place in one place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which I, I dug because then you can just concentrate yeah. on these characters. You don't have to bring in all this outside universe. I mean, they mentioned the X-Men, but that was that was it. And I was actually kind of happy about that. Yeah. Like, Which even then, like, yeah. I, I know it's said to be like a, a timeline wise. It's it's one of the, the later the latter ones of the movie right. continuities but right. if we can just make our own head head canon um when the demon bear saga was like being written or like being pushed out uh published it was and the reason why and when you're reading the comics it's like okay why are these kids like just all by themselves in the mansion it turns out like this like when this the demon bear saga was being written it was when all the fucking heroes were gone during uh secret wars so we can actually just like yep. maybe head canon all the, like while they, they kind of like they did reference the X-Men, but it's like, oh, we can't go that way. Um, it's probably because like they're not they're probably off planet saving the universe from Secret Wars. Did you guys catch the Logan reference? Yeah. Yes. And that was my next question. Was she seeing into the future or what was she doing there? Uh, that's an excellent question. That was the, the only one that was kind of like as kind of the a better popular. question is what year is it where they are? Yeah, right. Because my understanding, like, Logan was the future. Mm-hmm. So then, would the you know the flashback of when they were experimenting on the children would be present day? Would that be? And it was only it, it was only also like in the setting in Logan why it kind of looked so desolate and just like right. barren. It's because like they were living in desert, so like the rest of the world could look just as nice as New Mutants did. Yeah, we saw literally nothing. Yeah, mm-hmm. of the world of New Mutants. So who knows? This could be concurrent with Logan. For right, do like a parallel movie. Yeah. That'd be cool. So that's, that's kind of curious. Uh, they might know of the X-Men, but maybe the X-Men aren't around anymore. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, True. Um, so I'm kind of curious to it. Um, maybe she saw a bit of the future. Maybe, but that's definitely a clip from Logan. They oh, they, they sure. actually had to put in, oh, credit, yeah. in the credits. They used it. They used a clip from Logan. Like, I, so. Yeah, I called it out. Yeah, I was like, oh shit, why are they using the Logan scenes like with the kids, right? And I really thought mm-hmm. they're gonna come back to it, and they kind of do, but it's just like, uh, I guess like another a second movie where we don't get actually Mister Sinister, but I guess that's fine. Yeah, it looks like they're building Sinister up to be like the Thanos of the X Men universe, yeah. like movie, mm-hmm. and we're not ever gonna get it, <laughs> which is sad. So, oh well, but I I really enjoyed the movie. Um, 
people are haters. Oh, absolutely. It's great. It, it, it was really good. <laughs> like, I, I just I yeah. really enjoyed it. Like, Ileana was, was awesome. Yeah, at first I was like, oh, shit, how racist is she going to be? But, I mean, they're all super angry teens, and we're just going to take it out on her. But, but and, at the same, and at the same time, I fucking love Danny. Just, like, rebuttal is like, oh, standing rock, that's the best you can fucking do? Cool. And he just, like, lays one on top of her, too. It was fucking great. Yeah. My only complaint was her accent. Oh, really? But, it it yeah. was a bit much, um, but this was also filmed a couple years ago. I, she's right, grown right. so much as an actress. I would kind of <laughs> like to hear her do it now, mm-hmm. yeah. especially after Queen's Gambit. So, yeah. Other yeah. than that, though, I, I thought it was fantastic, man. Like, I, I had no complaints. I mean, way better. Than, I, maybe because I went in there with such low expectations. Um, but yeah, I, I thought I was pleasantly surprised. I thought it was way better than people gave it credit for. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, uh, that's everything I've been watching, though. Um, so I'm done. Word, word. What about you, Osco? And then what did you watch this week? Cool, cool. Uh, kind of light week for me. Um, again, um, again, video games. But anyway, uh, but I finished mm-hmm. it. Anyway, not the, not the right show. Um, <laughs> yeah. I guess I'll start with the most disappointing thing uh, that happened this week. I watched this new movie called New Mutants. No, I'm kidding. No, no, no. Uh, the actual <laughs> most disappointing thing was. <laughs> <laughs> No, the most disappointing thing that happened this week was the fucking Packers losing in an overtime to the fucking Colts. Uh, oh, that was brutal. Dude, oh, I, I, hate, I mean, it's awesome when it, ha- when it happens on our side, but oh, to lose to a fucking overtime field goal. Give us a chance. <laughs> Bullshit. Anyway. It was, what's, what's funny is, a uh, real quick story about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Liz's husband is a giant Packers fan. Yeah. has been his entire life. And uh, we're sitting on the couch. Me and her were watching something. I don't remember on TV. He was watching the game on his phone and he fell asleep when they were up by a bunch of points. <laughs> and then and the game is sitting there playing. And I keep checking my phone and the Colts are coming back. Colts are coming back. Colts are in the lead. And then he wakes up with like a minute to go and he's a, he looks at his phone. He's like blinking. He looks at his phone. He goes, wait, what? It's just really funny. I was like, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Ah, cool. cool. Um, so after that, this, um, I was just um, killing some time. So, of course, I watched my obligatory summer camp island just to feel good, and I did, at least for as much as I was watching it for, and then turned off and went back to 2020. Anyway, um, Sochi is gonna start. Is gonna we're gonna do like this like binge watching of like uh, of stuff that she wanted to stuff that she wants to watch, and she gave me a choice between um, it's pretty much like two very like just depressing t- subjects. Is uh, either about kids or might have been animals. Either way, probably gonna be just she's gonna probably gonna pick nothing but like super depressing stories. So I was like, ah, fuck it, let's just watch some kids like just bite the dust or something or something, anything. Uh, so before we we get down to her list, I was like, you know what, it would be pretty cool for you to watch or start watching it so we can do it together. We watched, I showed her the first episode of Demon Slayer, uh, so I can actually start so we can actually start watching it as well since I've just read it. And man, so I've only given it the first eight episodes the first time around um, when I was like still reading it. Um, so I didn't really remember much. And then I just stopped because I was like, I just, something I just, so she would really fucking enjoy. Uh, so now I, I made her watch the first episode and like, damn, like she really liked it, but I forgot how beautifully animated it is. Like it's as far as like animes go, like yeah, you just, it just, it can look like a, like a cartoon and you just know that it's an anime based on like the drawing style. But this one, like obviously, yeah, it is. It's obviously an anime, but it uses that like, that filter or like that pretty shine effect where like an- the anime anime movies get, you know what I mean? Where like the background mm-hmm. looks super pretty yeah. that they just have like that, not a shimmer, but they just look so clean. And instead of just like a single tone for their, for their skin color, they just have actual shading. It's really nice. And like, like, and they live like somewhere like 
fucking far like in the snow so like everything looks so fucking pretty and in the first episode it's not really like a big explosive episode like hey come back next week for more if you guys really liked it it's a really slow start like the, the demon series starts out pretty fucking slow but once it goes it's oof. once it starts once once uh tanjiro gets a hold of a sword and becomes a demon slayer oh god it's just like the, the danger and the fucking action just doesn't let up after that uh so i'm excited to see what she thinks about it in the end because uh, it just gets so fucking dark uh, but so far she did like it it, it, it was just like shitty because or just tragic because in the story, like the first episode, like the the whole family dies. I was like, this is what you wanted, right? And she's like, yeah, I guess so. Uh, but yeah, we're <laughs> definitely going to be watching the ship um, or finishing the, the season. Um, after that, so we're going to that one and New Mutants. Honestly, I think that was it. It was going to be just nothing but mutual watches that we did. Um, I can't not remember if I watched anything else. It was just those that we want to talk about. Nice. So, right. T-Dog. Dope, dope. Okay. So uh, this week, I, you know, obviously saw the same things you did. One other thing that came out on Tuesday that I was pretty hyped about uh, was Peninsula. Um, so those oh, who don't know, Peninsula shit. is the sequel uh, to Train to Busan. Um, so this one is completely different. Um, it, you know, Train to Busan was kind of like a pretty original take on a zombie flick. This is more of an action flick. Um, with that in mind, it's, it's a really good action flick. Um, I personally dug it. You know, like I said, if you were expecting just a straight up sequel to Train to Busan, you might be disappointed, but, you know, give it a chance. It's not going to be the same, like, horror movie. It's more action thriller that just happened to have zombies in it. So, I mean, uh, you know, really, really just, dope. Sorry, the first one was just thrilling because, like, where the fuck can you go, run to, or hide in a train full of zombies? So once you can open, exactly. up, you can open exactly. up and run around and hide, I'm pretty sure just, like, you can kind of, yeah. it's not as scary. But I've been wanting to see this one, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's dope, man. I mean, if you get a chance to, to watch it, it's out now on VOD. So I got both of them uh, that same night and watched them both. So they were fantastic. Um, now, not to promote another podcast, uh, but I dig uh, a YouTube channel called Continue Cast. Uh, just, you know, three friends that, you know, play video games that, you know, the audience request. And they're super funny. They have a, a podcast where uh, I don't know if you ever heard of it called Fantasy Fiction, uh, where two of them would just write uh, re- really funny ass uh, fantasy uh, stories every week. Uh, another one they do is called uh, Space Kings, where well, it's actually called Pretend Friends. But one of them invented like a D and D esque uh, game system, and so they you know have a podcast about the game they play. So, uh, but they have you know the YouTube channel. That's how I learned of them. But apparently, they also had an Amazon Prime show called Smart Guys. Um, so it's a really short, only six episode season. Um, there's the only you know they only had one season of it, and basically it's just them as these really funny friends who, you know, basically have one of their roommates move out and to get revenge, they decide to build the best video game ever. So super funny. Um, may not be as funny if you don't like their show. So if you dig their shows, it's going to be right up your alley. Um, also watched another movie called the night watchman, uh, another indie, uh, you know, horror comedy. Basic premise is, you know, it's set in Baltimore where this uh, newspaper is working late night. So they have security guards on premise and a uh, vampire shows up and starts taking over the building. Uh, so, you know, standard vampire lore. Um, one thing that they talk about that I don't think any movie ever does talk about is after somebody dies, they expel their bowels. So it became a running gag uh, where everybody that died just, you know, constantly shit their pants. And, you know, it was something that I think was uh, about time that, uh, you know, somebody told the truth and was brave enough to put it in a movie. So, um, so had that. 
Uh, also watched all of this 616, like I said earlier. Um, not to spoil anything, but they have an episode called The Marvel Method. Uh, mm-hmm. For those of you who aren't comic fans, they oh, yeah. have what's called The Marvel Method, which is how Marvel make, well used to make comic books. So they actually go through an entire episode where they make the uh, Iron Man 2020 book. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And they start with, you know, the writer kind of going through his method. Um, they, you know, tell the perspective of the artist as well as the editors and kind of everybody that's involved in making this this uh, comic book. And as someone who makes comics, I thought it was really cool to see like their process. And also I was super happy about the fact that the artist that makes the comic made it all on his iPad. Um, he just, you know, is a guy that doesn't want to be tied down and just, you know, drives all over the world and just has a, a trailer with him. And just makes the book on his iPad, which is fucking amazing. So uh, if you get a chance to watch it, uh, I highly recommend that episode. All the episodes are great, but that was my favorite just for you know obvious reasons. And then my shutter pick of the week is a movie called Spring. Um, Spring is a monster love story, for lack of a better term. Uh, it's about a man who is traveling in Europe, uh, meets a woman, becomes infatuated. They start dating. And then all of a sudden, he realizes that she's a monster. And what happens is she looks like a woman, uh, acts like a woman, you know, has a body of a woman. And then once a month, uh, she, her body then turns into like a squid sea monster-esque thing. Nice. And it's him and her trying to make the relationship work around that type of uh, you know situation. <laughs> so it's really cool, man. If you get a chance to watch it, it's called Spring. It's on Shudder. I think it was on Netflix. I don't think it is anymore. Mm. But, uh, you know, great movie. Um but yeah, kind of a light week for me as well, man. Yeah. So we mainly talked about the, the main things I want to talk about. Uh, what about you guys? Any other uh, things that slipped your mind? Anything oh. else you want to add? Oh, I just wanted to add to, to that movie where it's just like, I don't see a problem with it. Just just don't fuck for like one night a month and you'll be good. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Relationship. <laughs> uh, and I guess, you know, it's it's pretty cool because then it begins into like, you know, how she survived all this time, um, you know, and things like that. And it, so it's really, really cool. Really cool movie, man. And the other thing, um, I'm surprised that Peninsula didn't like really like pop up on Shutter or like at least premiere there. I know they're, they're like their own thing and that they make their own content, but I mean, I feel like it feel like yeah. it's there. I'm sure it will be. I know Train to Busan was one of their big picks. I don't know, maybe what, maybe it's a licensing thing, possibly. Probably because it's new. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm sure it'll be on there eventually, as most good horror is. Mm-hmm. The only thing I wanted to add is. Um, we got an announcement that uh, Ken Jennings is temporarily taking over Jeopardy oh, yeah. until they get a new host. So, which is one oh, of the nice. callouts too, okay. which is good, which is cool. Yeah, I, I, honestly, I think he's. I've seen a couple people be like, uh, you know, he's actually a pretty funny, dude. I think he'll have banter, and he's actually smart. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm kind of excited about that. I'll probably watch those episodes just to see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. Uh, anything else? No, that was it for me. No? All right. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for being on the episode this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we love you. If you'd like to check out anything that we do, uh, check out our website, geek-network.com, uh, GN Podcast on all social medias. And, uh, you know, be good to yourself, be good to each other. And uh, like I always say, you know, don't do nothing, do something. This has been a Geek Network production.